Hey y'all, welcome to the We'll Figure It Out podcast. We're your hosts, Ethan Johnstone. And Alex Fisher. We're queer, we're married, we're poly, we're figuring it out. Thanks for joining us. Let's get into this week's episode. All right, let's start. That was the clapper, just in case you didn't know. Oh, I wasn't ready. <laughs> it's oh. literally titled BFFs. Because <laughs> before we ever dated, before all of this magic that you see before you, or hear before you, or are enjoying in some form before you, <laughs> accessibility <laughs> matters, um, we were best fucking friends. That's yeah. what BFF sounds uh, stands for. Yep. Not best friends forever. No. Best fucking friends. But not fucking No, friends. we were not fucking friends. <laughs> <laughs> to be fucking clear. Um, yeah. So how did we meet? I forgot how, uh, not I forgot how we met. I forgot how in we were going to go on the details. But detailed, but not right. I mean, we can be as detailed as we want to be. That's true. We do what we want. Yeah. We met in 2012. I think that's right. Well, 11. January or February. Anyway. Mm -hmm. One of those. Yeah. We were both involved in some queer activism. Yep. And yeah. Got connected, and then there were basically like <laughs> two couples and <Yeah>. me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Ethan was the fifth wheel. Yep, and we were all just super tight. Yeah, hung out a lot. Yep, went on at least one trip together. One trip, maybe more. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, I think yeah. it was twenty twelve. I think you're right. Yeah, early. Yeah. 2012. So the two couples were me and one person and then a group of friends or two people that Ethan was friends with from the Greenville area, upstate area. And we were all involved in the same work through the same organization. And I was having like pretty major difficulties in my relationship. And Ethan like essentially because, I mean, anybody who knows Ethan knows that, like, you are the best fucking listener on the planet. I mean, it makes sense that you went to college for social work. Right. But you, what that looks like being your friend is that you're an incredibly compassionate friend. So it just became super clear to me, like, oh, I'm safe sharing really where the fuck I am mentally with this human because everyone else in my life thinks that everything is fine. And it was not fine. It was really not fine. Like lots of emotional manipulation, trauma. Yeah. Toxic. Very toxic. Yeah. And I was not well. <laughs> I was like deep in um, an eating disorder. And really not in a good place. 
emotionally and physically. And Ethan became my best friend. Yeah. You're getting teary-eyed. It's so sweet. <laughs> um, yeah, that's making me teary-eyed. <laughs> yeah, because I don't, I mean, I don't know about you, but when you're in that type of situation, it's hard because you're like, I feel alone. I'm scared. I feel stuck. I I personally felt stuck in that situation and I didn't know what to do. And, and all of the people in my life were also committed to being in toxic relationships, namely, namely my parents who I was trying to seek advice from. And they were like, yeah, you just got to stick it out. That's what we did. Blah, blah, blah. Divorce isn't an option. Like that's what they were raised in. And so that's what they taught me. And so I didn't really know what to do, how to ask for help. And Ethan ended up being that human in my life. So we became super close. Well, I feel like, like that wasn't the, like, I don't want it to sound like we were like trauma bonding. Oh yeah. Totes. <laughs> like, we had a lot of fun. Yeah. That was, I think the, the starting point yes. was like, just being super fun yeah. and like you sort of bringing me out of my shell because I'm, you know, I wouldn't say I'm shy, but I'm like, I definitely was and still am like way more reserved uh -huh. than the four of y'all yes. were. Yes. Yeah. And so like you were a big part of like kind of encouraging me and like sort of pulling me out of my shell gently yeah. and like. Yeah, just being fun and yeah. And then once we were both like, "Oh, this person is like legit," right? This is then a safe it, we were like diving into like the more emotional yeah. intimacy side of friendship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because and not that I wasn't emotionally intimate with the other friends in my little circle. I just felt like I could be more real with you. Like there was an extra added layer of safety there. And I don't know if that was because you and I were both being like our genuine selves mm -hmm. around one another. Cause we just continually kept seeing like, Oh, it's safe to be myself here. That's cool. But it just became like more and more clear. Like there was a separation happening with me and my other friends that like, I wasn't able to go as, deeply like emotionally processing and like just like sharing real life shit because like I mean you were navigating your dad like his health deteriorating mm -hmm. I was navigating relationship stuff and like yeah it is just we really created in those that year or so year mm -hmm. a little over a year like a really cozy landing spot for both of us yeah like anytime we would hang out in like a bigger mm. group or like, like the five of us hanging out the two of us always like immediately gravitated to each other right because we had so much fun yeah we were just silly and i think that was a huge relief for me too because everything else in my life felt very serious mm -hmm. and i was like oh, ethan's here like i can just chill yeah, yeah. super goofy yeah yeah and it was also like 
I think we saw parts of each other. Like we saw through parts of each other. Mm. Like we, I don't know what I was kind of showing, but I just remember you having this like, I don't know, like kind of like protection super super confident mm. kind of brash mm -hmm. like taking like little digs mm -hmm. at people <laughs> and like sometimes i would call you out yeah like which no one ever did yeah and I was like, like that's oh. not nice or like that hurt my feelings <laughs> or like yeah. don't be mean All right <laughs> i didn't know what to do with that at first i was like wait what i'm not trying i'm not trying to be mean am i being mean i didn't realize i was doing this yeah, it was like protection mode, mm -hmm. like little parts of my crab shell, my little pinchers. Yeah. Pincers. Yeah. Did I have anything that you were like seeing through like that? Um, I think, yeah, a little bit like you. There was like I could tell like a deep longing to belong, like mm. be in community with other people. And it was like it wasn't necessarily a thing I like saw through because it's a genuine part of you. Like, whereas mine was a protection. Yours was like, I really want this thing. It's not desperation. It was just like, I really want this thing to be a thing. I really want this sense of community around me, but I'm going to like kind of play it cool and be like, it's not, it's not a big deal. Mm, like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but it felt like a really big deal. So That's I was grateful to be a part of the big deal in your life. Yeah. yeah, I think we just like part of the big deal for me with you was like space holding. Mm -hmm. Like and es especially for me, like I am fairly reserved. Mm -hmm. It takes a lot for me to like share. Yeah. And I remember the first time my dad went to hospice, mm -hmm. I was up in Asheville where you lived and we had some sort of event. And then we were like hanging out after mm -hmm. with your other part, with your partner mm -hmm. and watching TV, a football game, Carolina Panthers were playing. Was it at my, my at your apartment? apartment. Okay. Yeah. And I just like shared, mm -hmm. I think maybe at commercial, mm -hmm. like my dad just went to hospice. Mm -hmm. Like we had been hanging out all day long. Right. And, and you then, had known. Yeah. Yeah. Found out that morning. Right. Yeah. And I shared during commercial and they were like talking about it. And then the game came back on. And your partner started watching the game again. Right. And you got up and turned the TV off. Right. Like, like this is a big fucking deal. That was a huge deal for me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Especially considering the partner I was with, like turning off a Panthers football game, sacrilege. Right. But I was like, no. no. Yeah. <laughs> like, our friend just shared this life-changing news. Mm -hmm. Turn that shit off. Yeah. And I just like, <laughs> Yeah, I felt like so seen and so held and like important. Yeah. Valued. 
yeah. by you. By yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like you and I have both just generally been decent friends to people throughout our lives. Like I I have been a shitty friend sometimes. Same. But like for the most part, like people that we really care about and like we show up for people. But something else shifted in our friendship that was like, no, like this person right here, like this is for life. Like it feels mm -hmm. like for life. Like I'm not, it's not just like this fleeting friendship, like after this work is done that we're working on through the organization we were working with. Like, we'll just part ways. What like, No, like, this is a person that's going to be in my life for a very long time. And I don't, I've, it's like, I can't explain what that is. And I don't know if that was like part of the closeness that we felt or the safety that we feel. But I don't know what that is. Yeah. But then we just like kept fostering that. It was like we were like chasing that a little bit. Like, ooh, I, w I wonder what that is. Mm. At least I was. Because I, I mean, I, I remember having this conscious thought in my head. And I guess we'll get to this in a little bit. Like, toward the tail end of my partnership, where I was like, I'm afraid I'm going to lose Ethan, too. Like, if mm. I break up with this person. Hmm. Because at that point, you were also distancing yourself from me because right. that was what that person was trying to do was like distance Alex from all of their people yeah. so that they feel trapped here. Yeah. Um, so like emotional manipulation was going on and yeah. And I was drinking the Kool-Aid right in the fall mm -hmm. of 2012. I started working for this organization. Um, and so Alex's partner was my, direct supervisor mm -hmm. and yeah i mean we got i wouldn't say we got close we got i think as close as you can get with that person but yeah i like i was also like in the this is my dream job mm -hmm. i'm investing literally everything i have into this mm -hmm. all of my time and energy I'm going to be here the rest of my life. I'm going to like grow this career. I'm going to do all this cool stuff. So let me really go all in. Mm -hmm. And like this person was already doing the work and like I admired that. And like, so yeah, I was definitely drinking the Kool-Aid. Mm -hmm. And we spent a lot of time together. Right. Working together. And so obviously, we talked about Alex <laughs> and the relationship and like they were definitely giving me their side of the story. And mm -hmm. I was honestly like starting to like second guess something like mm -hmm. question some things like is Alex actually being like this mm -hmm. and actually doing those things. And like, yeah, it felt awful mm -hmm. to be thinking that. And like distancing myself mm -hmm. from you, like felt it honestly like felt really like not cozy. And it felt like disallowed. Like I wasn't allowed to have that closeness with you 
if I also wanted to be doing the work that I was doing. Yeah. Yeah. Which was all by design. Yeah. Like, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that really ended up showing itself when shit hit the fan. So flash forward, I end up breaking up with this person. I'm still friends with Ethan, though, like, it's a little tenuous. And not tenuous. Not It's not terrible. Distant. distant yeah, yeah, it was felt distant. Yeah. Like, there was a layer there that was like, oh, this feels kind of off. Yeah. And I break up with this person and Ethan is still traveling to Asheville for work. And like we were friends, my apartment had a spare room. Like, yeah, you can stay here. It's not a big deal. That's easy for you. So you don't have to drive back and forth from Greenville to Asheville. And then we started like rebuilding the safety in our friendship. Mm -hmm. And that was when we realized like, oh, okay. This is this solid. Is, this, yeah. Yeah. Like, and uh, so I guess I'm curious because I don't think we've ever talked about this. Like, what was that shift for you having gone from like questioning who I was as a human in the world by hearing everything that that person was telling you to then be like, wait, no. Like, I know Alex. Hmm. I think it was, was when y'all took your break. Uh-huh. Because we spent time together uh-huh. during that break. Uh-huh. I was fucking heavy processing. Yeah. Woof. Yeah. And I think I also just, like, started seeing more from your partner. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I think when we were distant, that was also, like, it coincided with the time that we were traveling a lot. Yeah. And so. So Ethan's job, there was a lot of travel involved. And so I had like distant physical distance from both my partner and Ethan. Yeah. And also your partner and I were in the car. Right. Traveling to all these places right. together. Hours spending and hours, and hours and hours and hours yeah. together. So that was like when I got, when we were done traveling. Right. You sh shortly thereafter took your break. Me and my partner took a break. Right. And then I was also like not in the car with them. <laughs> right. For hours. So okay, I was like, completely. oh, wait a second. Yeah. What is happening here? Uh, was it that drastic? It felt like it. Really? Yeah. I also feel like anybody that spends that amount of time with that person uh -huh. that closely, uh -huh. that happens too. I mean, yeah, you know me. I'm a very strong-willed individual. Mm -hmm. I hella drank the Kool-Aid, and we dated for three years. Yeah. Like, Manipulation City. Yeah. It's intense. So, yeah, I've, it does feel like it was that drastic. Yeah. Like, I got out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> right. Shut the door, and I was like, oh, fresh air. Right. <laughs> That's a nice way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm glad you listened to your intuition. Mm -hmm.
And I'm glad I listened to my intuition Same. and left that shitty ass relationship. Same. Ugh. Yeah. Once we became like actual like best friends, right. we would text occasionally. Yeah. Like we would sometimes talk on the phone. Right. Which is rare for this individual. Yes. Do not like the phone. Yeah. Yeah. We'd FaceTime sometimes. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. I we have so, so many. Special. <laughs> we have so many screen, screen captures. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, I think like the closer and closer we got, the more I mean, I don't we've talked about it before, but like I was definitely like feeling more than just like a friend mm-hmm. closeness, mm-hmm. but was also like hella trying to convince myself that right. that was not happening. Right. But w- the way that I realized that was sometimes when we would text, it would be like closer, like verging on flirty. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was ever like all out no. flirting with each other, but right. it was like sort of pushing that line. Right. And then it would be like one of us would say buddy or right. friend. Get to, get to talk to a friend. <laughs> yeah. And it was yeah. like, oh, deflated. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. that was like my first inclination that like maybe I've got more feelings than just friendship feelings. Right. Like when I'm kind of disappointed when right. i'm called friend friend <laughs> like <laughs> just oh. friend oh okay yeah something something's there yeah but also no it's not no <laughs> nothing can't be yeah mainly because i was scared really yeah, yeah. like i didn't want to lose what we had yeah 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 same and also like you were still super in it Right. With and I'm like your partner and I was like, I don't know if this is gonna end. Right. So I gotta figure my shit out. Right. When if I'm in a relationship that is strictly monogamous, I'm a faithful motherfucker. Like even if everything is miserable, which yeah. I think that was a difficult part for me too, because I feel like I have always identified as as polyamorous, like even before I knew what that was when I was a teenager and stuff. And like I got in trouble at band camp because I started dating this one guy and then this other guy expressed interest. And I was like, cool, yeah, we can date too. And then the other guy found out, like I didn't think anything of it. I was in high school. I was like, yeah, whatever, that's fine. Like two boyfriends, that's cool. There's enough of me to go around, (laughs) like not thinking at all. And they were like, what the fuck? And so then I lost two boyfriends, like, Mm -hmm. and now I have no partners. (laughs) I was like, that is weird. Okay. Um, And it wasn't like subvert. Like I was, I literally thought like, this is an okay thing to do. And so I I, like feel polyamorous by orientation. Mm -hmm. So when I'm in a relationship that is like, this is purposefully monogamous, even if, which was happening, the other person was not being true to that monogamy mm-hmm. agreement. Um, I'm still not somebody who will go there with anybody else because I have made a commitment to not do that. Yeah. And so that was really hard because 
Like I did. Yeah, I did feel feelings for you. Absolutely. But I also was like in my head, like, well, this can't ever be anything because I'm very much in this other relationship. Yeah. That is at least on my end monogamous. Yeah. And yeah. But I also knew like it's not worth fucking up our friendship over. Right. So this will very much remain a friendship. Yeah, it was, I think, before your break mm-hmm. with that partner that I was like, oh, okay, fuck, this is a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I have feelings for this person. Mm-hmm. But you were, like, steady going on first dates with other people. For sure. What was I supposed to do? I mean, not <laughs> wait around for me, because who knows how long that would have taken. But, like, I... I like how you say first dates. Right, because let's be honest, there was never a follow-up date. (laughs) (laughs) Can we please talk about those? Oh, man. (laughs) That's so entertaining to me. Tell it. Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) So, Ethan has this really funny habit of, I don't know if I would call it a habit. It's a really funny quirk of his that I became privy to when I was his friend and he would call me and tell me about how these amazing first dates would go. And then, so he would be like, I took this first horseback riding and it was fucking magical. And we were riding through the forest together. Oh my God. And I talked just like that. Yeah. Like collecting baby nature acorns and like going all out. And I, then I'd be like, I never connected, co- collected baby acorn. You did that for me, actually. I did. Yeah. When I decided is... I wanted to marry you. Oh, God. I brought you an acorn. My heart is bursting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Acorns for one person. Yep. Okay. We'll get, we'll get to that later. Future episode. But yeah. you would come and tell me about all of these amazing, or not all of these. There were, I think there were two specifically that I remember. But. I'd be like, oh, my God, tell me all about it. Like, I knew you were having this date. Like, I'm so excited. Like, sort of, like, gossipy. Give me all the hot goss. And you would be explaining, like, these super elaborate first dates. And then you'd be like, eh. Like, it it was fine. It was whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, oh, my God. Like, (laughs) what? Like, you kind of lose interest. Yeah. Yeah. And so then, to me, in my mind, like, became clear like your heart's holding out oh i was just trying to bide my time (laughs) right Uh, i remember too oh my god i just remembered a memory okay (laughs) we were in my apartment everybody was there and you were talking about like how you're frustrated because you're like trying to find somebody to date and it was me and the other Ah, three people and you i remember this and you were like describing your ideal partner and you were like this person has tattoos and is like cute and like kind of femme and at the time i was like way more femme and sense of humor sense of humor like easygoing really fun like laid back and i was like so like me but with straight hair because you had said short hair, short hair, short, short hair, short hair. Because I had really long hair, and and you, your face went like <laughs> super white, like as a ghost. And I was the only person looking at you for your response. 
I just said it because I was like, oh, okay, so like me, but with short hair. Yep. Did not connect that dot at all until we started dating. Yep. Because I was like, oh, yep. got it. But I think that was like before I even knew that I like, like you were, I had a thing you weren't paying me. attention to your insides yeah. at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So then when you figured it out, yeah, you went and had, well, I was still grappling, Uh huh. but I was like coming to terms Yeah. and usually around this time in my life, my like first confidant mm-hmm. was my little sister, mm-hmm. my younger sister. Mm-hmm. She's not little. She mm-hmm. wasn't little then. Yeah. My younger sister. <laughs> um, so yeah, we like met up at Zaxby's random just to connect. I think she was still in high, in high school. school. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I basically maybe was she it said, yeah, no, it was like, what's what's going on yeah like what your face yeah. is yeah. <laughs> you got some news what's yeah. up and i was like uh i think i like my friend <laughs> <laughs> and then she was immediately like show me pictures mm-hmm. yeah cute yeah and then we talked about it and i was like but they're my friend i don't know what to do <laughs> Yeah. What do I do? But they're so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, I was up in Asheville trying to get my fucking life in order. Like, I'd broken up, moved into my own place, was like trying to sort out my shit. Like, relationships were not on my brain to that degree yet. Very shortly after. But like, I was like, I'll be flirting with some people. I'm I'm a flirt. I'd be flirting. And so I, there were like three people, mm-hmm. <laughs> two of which I'm now partnered to, yep. um, <laughs> that I was like steady talking to and like just like flirting. <laughs> so yeah, it was like I was, you know, being flirty through text, but I was literally not thinking anything of it because I was like, my life is crumbling. I felt amazing, though. Yeah, you were so different. Oh Breaking my gosh. up with that person was like, I mean, yeah, drastic change in my life almost immediately. Yep. It was magical. Oh, one thing I remember was, oh, two things. <gasps> one was the pumpkin carving party. Uh, yeah. Where I was like, oh, shit, I got a crush. Oh, man. But you, that was when you were on your break. Nope. Yes. Break happened in February. Oh, when I was shit. at the conference. Oh. Yeah. Well, maybe it was like we were super rocky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. Yeah. So pumpkin carving party is hilarious to me because that is also Zan's moment where he oh, was like, fuck. oh, my God, this person. <laughs> oh, That's man. hilarious. You brought your A game. I did. I, I, I mean, I fucking did, though. I won the shit out of that pumpkin carving well, contest. that's not what I was talking about. But I also yeah. brought all of my A-game. Ugh. Yeah, I was just crushing hard. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. What was the other thing? Um, The 
Christmas, New Year's party where you and your partner oh, were like Biltmore not... State. Was it at the Biltmore State? No. Tell me more. It was at somebody's house. What? You, I think y'all had just come from the Biltmore State. Okay. You're dressed in your, in your Mr. and Mrs. Claus outfits. Oh. Uh, you don't remember? I don't remember this at all. So you were like planning on not coming. Uh -huh. Oh! And then it was like thanks, super miss. late. Yes, I was okay. not going to say Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I am sorry i am sorry i am call nobody out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. And then you like showed up. Yes. But I had this like gut feeling at the beginning of the party. Uh -huh. I was like, Alex is going to come. Alex is going to be here. I just know it. Aw. I was holding out. And then I came. Yep. And it you was came. amazing. And I was dating-ish. Oh, yeah. Somebody. <laughs> And she was ready to go home uh -huh. and we rode together uh -huh. and you were like, you have to come back. Yeah. I just got here. You got to right. come back. And it was like so late. Uh -huh. I was so exhausted. Uh -huh. I probably had to work the next day. Uh -huh. And I was like, all right, let me drop her off. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> and I sure did. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's adorable. Yeah. You liked me so much? Yes, very much. Oh, <laughs> That's so precious. Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. Yeah, I liked you too. I didn't know how to deal with that. Being deep in all of the bullshit. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cute. Mm. Yeah. But it's just like... Little ways that we mm -hmm. loved each other mm -hmm. as friends yeah. and like supported each other. Yes. Like held space for each other. Yeah. Shut up for each other. Like yes. aside from the crushing. Right. It was like. There was just love there. Yeah. Yeah. Like a really, really solid, intimate. Yes. Friendship. Yes. Which was just really special. Yeah. Yeah. It was the first time I ever felt that before yeah. in, a, in any friendship. Like I can number one be completely myself to the degree that I knew how at that time. Same. And also like be heard and acknowledged and taken care of in difficult times and listened to and supported. Yeah. Yeah. And also like still be able to have fun and just hang out and Talk about random shit and mm -hmm. play Dance Dance Revolution or whatever the fuck that oh game was. Oh my god, that was awesome. Yeah. Like, just be silly. Yeah. 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 And we, like, kind of had, like, our own little language to, yeah. like, make up words. and Yeah. And games. Like, games, too? Balls to the wall. Oh my god. Y'all, oh, that was so of this game. <laughs> We almost <laughs> broke the shit out of everything, out of everything at Fingers, this Airbnb. Yeah. Decor. Balls. So if you have a pool table, brief, brief synopsis of the game, balls to the wall. So have fun. a pool table, put all of the pool balls, I don't know what they call them, all the balls on the table, like split on both sides. So like one side has stripes, one side has solids. And then you just hurl them, like slide them as hard as you can to the other side, trying to knock all the balls into the holes. Yep. 
And if they fall off the table, you got to put them back you have on. To put them back just on. Fucking fling them. Ugh. It was amazing. It was, we had a blast. I don't think we anybody else had really fun. hurt. Yes. But it was awesome. It was amazing. I'm We've surprised never done we didn't it again. Like, break a window or something. Yeah. Yeah. Did we break something? I don't think we did. Okay. I think we came close. We got really lucky. <laughs> yeah. That was fun. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Everybody else was like, I don't know why standing by the sidelines, like fucking terrified. Right. Like y'all are bananas. <laughs> yeah. We were having a blast. Uh, it was great. Yeah. Yep. Well, that concludes BFF. I think I'm really excited to share about the next episode, which dives into when we very first started dating. Yep. And I'll give you a little teaser. Uh Uh-oh. Three, two, one. (laughs) That's the teaser. Yep. That's the teaser. Mm. Little cuties. So sweet. I love you. Bye.